Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Spring has sprung, so make a splash with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Choose from over 50 spas in stock, new inventory weekly, and prices slash to move fast. Don't let April's showers keep you from a new spa. Visit their huge showroom in Destiny, USA, and ask about their 48-month 0% financing option for credit-qualified buyers. Treat yourself with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Don't just take our word for it. See for yourself at Destiny, USA. Hurry, these spas won't last. It's officially ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their bunny and egg-shaped cakes, along with a four-pack of hip-hop bunnies. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel is open seven days a week. Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and open Easter Sunday. So go get your bunny and egg cakes, or those four packs of hip-hop bunnies. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, and more. Make sure you download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. You can hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. We are brought to you in part by our friends over at Burn Dairy, Burton Ace Hardware, and the Allen Angus Pub. Before and after all the big events, head on over to the Allen Angus Pub if you are in and around central New York. It's a terrific place to go eat burgers and wraps, awesome Beers on tap as well at the Al and Angus Pub. We are also sponsored in part by Bet Online. Hey, if you're looking to wager on the biggest games in sports, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, 
all those sports that you want to bet on, you can do so. Hey, pick your World Series winner in Major League Baseball right now as well. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Okay, this is my NFL Round 1 mock draft, okay? And I'm not like many other people. They want to do one literally like every you know, week or two a week, um, you know, wait for the combine, then they do a mock draft, and then they wait another few days, and then they, you know, more workouts and visits, and they do another mock draft and another mock draft. I wait until all that stuff is done, and I do it basically the week of, and that's where we are right now. The draft is in a few days. Uh, it's pretty timely. Um, I, I think, you know, you can kind of, here's the thing, it doesn't really matter um, when you do one, because it's all a crapshoot anyway, it's super unpredictable. It doesn't matter what level you are on in terms of being in media or, <clears throat> you know, analyzing the game, covering the game. It doesn't matter if you're me, Peter King, Peter Schrager, and I would never put myself in the compartment of those people, but it doesn't, it just doesn't matter. I mean, I, I'm, I'm obviously way lower on a totem pole in sports media, <clears throat> but I'm making the point that you don't know, I don't know, they don't know, nobody knows. Colin Cowherd doesn't know, Daniel Jeremiah doesn't know. They may get a bunch of them right. Albert Breer doesn't know. Nobody knows. Uh, they could get a lot. Joe Marino, you know, he doesn't know. Uh, you've got a lot of people out there who are doing these draft, you know, these mock drafts, and, you know, they've been doing it for months. And look, basically, it's a really, really fun exercise, right? That's why we do it. Um, it, it it's unbelievable water cooler chat. The NFL is king. The NFL draft ratings will be through the freaking roof. We know that. Um, there's nothing that touches the NFL, and the draft is a big part of that. Because you're either, let's say, the Buffalo Bills, a Super Bowl contender, been knocking on the door the last couple of years, blew it in Kansas City, uh, had just a, a great opportunity to play in the AFC Championship game at home and go to the Super Bowl and win it. Um, now what you've done is you've had one of the greatest off-seasons of, of, in franchise history. Uh, you bring in Von Miller, you bring in Saffold, you bring in all kinds of different people. Uh, you bring in a Jamison Crowder, right? You've signed um, uh, and extended some people. Uh, you know, you bring back Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, you've you've maneuvered the cap to the point where you have about ten million to spend still on all your draft picks and maybe a free agent or two. Uh, you know, it's just amazing what Brandon Bean has done. You can be that kind of a team in the NFL draft, or you could be a team like the Jets, the Giants, the Texans, those type of teams, the Jaguars, still that basically need everything, right? I'd much rather be in the Bills spot because my team's really good, right? So sick and tired of, you know, during the drought years going into, you know, the, the NFL drought. Oh, we need a quarterback again. You're still looking for that franchise quarterback. So, well, that's over with. We know we know we got that in Josh Allen. Uh, and, and you look at what Bean has done, McDermott. Uh, now they got to obviously get over the hump. So you're either on one side or the other, or you're in the middle, like a team maybe like New Orleans that has a solid roster that needs some help but probably isn't a Super Bowl contender. Uh, you could probably put a couple other teams, <clears throat> you know, in that in that uh, uh, space, um, you know, and, and and some teams that might be a step ahead of that, but maybe aren't Super Bowl contenders still. A la the Minnesota Vikings, a la the Tennessee Titans. Um, so there's a few teams out there like that, and so let's get started. Round one, mock draft for the NFL. Here I go. All right, I'm going to go number one because he has been just blowing up the charts. I think it's probably a coin flip for Jacksonville to take Trayvon Walker, the defensive lineman out of Georgia, or Aiden Hutchinson, the senior 
edge rusher out of Michigan. I'm going to take Trayvon Walker. I like the momentum right now that he has going on. He's something of a tweener, um, <clears throat> which is actually strange to say because he stands 6'5 and weighs 275, but he can line up as a 3, a 4, a 5 tech, and that versatility along with his motor uh, and his, his playmaking ability, I mean, that's that's an attractive player right there for any team that's looking for help on the defensive line. And frankly, the Jaguars are, the Lions are, the Texans are, the Jets are, the Giants are, the Panthers are, okay? What's the the Falcons are, the Seahawks are, okay? The Washington Commanders are. I just named you the first 11 picks of the draft, right? I mean, the Jets have obviously, you know, a couple and the Giants have a couple, but you get the point, okay? I'm going to go Trayvon Walker because I just like the momentum that he's getting right now. And I will, and again, couple of quick other storylines here before I move on. You know, we don't know how soon a quarterback will be taken because it's not a sexy quarterback draft. Uh, there's a bunch of solid prospects. There's a bunch of upside. There's a bunch of projects led by Malik Willis out of Liberty. So we don't know how soon that's going to happen. There's no star power in this draft. There's a lot of really, really good, uh, nice players in this draft. There's potential greatness from guys like Sauce Gardner, Hutchinson, Walker, you know, Jordan Davis, uh, 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 Garrett Wilson, those kind of players. But uh, there's no, like, Trevor Lawrence. There's no Micah Parsons, right? And so that obviously has to do with the unpredictability of this draft. At number two, I say that the Michigan Wolverine stays in Michigan, and it's Aiden Hutchinson. I'm going to go with him number two to the Detroit Lions. When you look at his game, we know what's going on. For the longest time, you know, I've had Jacksonville taking him number one, but I'm going to just go number two just for the fun of it, right? Um, and, uh, you know, Detroit needs a ton of help. There's no question about that. Uh, they need, uh, you know, they need to beef up the, 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 the you know, the D-line. Um, and uh, it, it, Hutchinson right now probably looks like comparing him to Walker and Jordan Davis and others on the defensive line, Kayvon Thibodeau, he probably is the quote-unquote safest pick in the round one NFL draft, right? Houston Texans at number three. I'm going to go Iki Aquanu, the offensive lineman out of NC State. Uh, just a mammoth type player, 6'4, 310, incredible footwork. Um, <clears throat> you know, they need a ton of O line help, obviously. And the Texans have five of the first 80 picks in the draft. How about that? And with Deshaun Watson now in Cleveland, it seems like Davis Mills is the quarterback for the time being and maybe even in the future. And Houston's going to need to protect him. There's no doubt. Equanu's the offensive tackle number one on a million boards. And honestly, I think Equanu would have gone number one to the Jags had the Jaguars not addressed a lot of their O-line in the offseason. Pick four, New York Jets. This was a hard one for me because I I couldn't decide between Evan Neal, the offensive lineman out of Alabama, and Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, the edge rusher out of Oregon. But I'm going to take Kayvon Thibodeau. I think Robert Sala, remember when he was in San Francisco as a defensive coordinator and you had Bosa and you had Buckner and you had all those terrific guys up front. This team needs a defensive wrecker. Kayvon Thibodeau is a risk because he's got wicked high ceiling and he could have potentially low floor. It's a very, very risky pick with Kayvon Thibodeau. He doesn't have the work ethic and the consistency that an Aiden Hutchinson does, but I think the New York Jets are going to take a shot at him. <clears throat> I think it's probably worth taking a shot at him because if you strike, he could be an all-pro and, and a possible, you know, just uh, havoc wreaker. I mean, how many how many guys, if you go watch the tape on, on Kayvon Thibodeau, how many guys 
You know, how many guys are able to do what he does, right? I mean, he has game-changing talents, right? He's been all over the board in, in the mocks, no, no question. And it's because of what I just said. A lot of teams have differing opinions on him, okay? There's no denying that he's unstoppable when he's locked in. But, again, the other part of it, <clears throat> does that hinder his development as an NFL player? And, by the way, when you're taking guys in the first several picks of the NFL draft, you are asking them to provide impact right away. I'll go Kayvon Thibodeau, edge rusher Oregon to the Jets at number four. Evan Neal at number five. I think the New York football giants are going to desperately need an offensive lineman, and I'm going to take Evan Neal, the talented offensive lineman out of Alabama. 6'7", 337-pound guy, and he's just got it all, right? He's got the hands, he's got the footwork, he's got the ability to block against the run and the, uh, the or blunt, uh, block for the run and for the pass. <clears throat> Evan Neal's really, really good. So I'll take him in there at the uh, at the five spot. Number six, Carolina Panthers. I'm taking a wild chance here that they take a quarterback, and that quarterback is Malik Willis. I understand they have Sam Darnold and all the rest, but I know that Matt Rule and company doesn't want him. They've changed the coaching staff quite a bit. Uh, they've tried to go more uh, you know, run-oriented with Christian McCaffrey back and all that. Malik Willis coming in, huge upside. <clears throat> chance he could fall Wicked low floor, but I think that they're going to go with him. The Panthers didn't find a big-name quarterback in the first week of free agency. I think they're going to take a shot in the draft. The fear is, of course, that you get, you know, Mitch Trubisky, you know, type of a thing in, in, in this one. But the hope is that you find Josh Allen, right? And Willis has the arm strength. He's a wicked great athlete. Um, he just needs to kind of refine his game, polish some things up, uh, get his skill set going, stay more consistent. But the Panthers need to, to to fix their offensive line desperately, but they also need a franchise passer. So I think they're going to go Malik Willis at number six, maybe get an offensive lineman later on. Number seven, here's where things get crazy in my mock draft. I don't know if this is going to happen. I really don't. But it makes all the sense in the world. Joe Shane and Brian Dable, formerly of the Buffalo Bills, are there with the New York Giants, Right. The New York Giants need a ton of help in a ton of areas, right? And they have a ton of draft capital. Why not get more? You need help on the O-line, on the D-line, in the secondary. You could use another offensive weapon. This team could probably use a running back for depth. Uh, they could use a, a bunch of different things at linebacker. Uh, they could use some, some different players uh, on special teams. Listen, the Giants need a ton of help. If I'm the Giants, why not at least trade, you know, get the guy you want there at number five in terms of Evan Neal to protect Daniel Jones and whoever in the future of Jones isn't the guy <clears throat> and trade out of the seven and get a haul for that. And I've got a mock draft with them trading with the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills move way up the charts, 18 spots. They give them their round one this year, a round one next year. Somewhere in this year and next year's draft, another three combined picks. So that's five. Uh, that would actually be uh, four total picks. Um, and, and I mean, I guess if you want to just wash the first round, great. But if you don't, then it's five because you're technically giving them your first round as well this year. But uh, however you want to calculate the math, I've got that. I'm taking a wild chase at it, a wild guess. And I think the Bills pick Sauce Gardner, the number one <clears throat> most elite cornerback in the NFL draft to plug the major hole on the roster. He's a talented guy out of Cincinnati, uh, does not give up a lot of catches, does not give up red zone touchdowns. In fact, I don't think he gave up any last year. 
Uh, he's played on the big stage. They made the college football playoff. This guy can really, really, really play. He has shut down uh, material. He's long. He's physical. He can run with any wide receiver he goes up against. 6'3", 190. He didn't give up a single touchdown during his career, actually. That's the number. That's the number I was looking for. And in 2021, he was close. He was as close to a shutout, uh, uh, close to shutdown as you're going to see. And that's going to come in handy in the AFC East down the line because I think the Jets and I think that the Patriots and I think that the Dolphins, look, you got Tyreek Hill there now. You've got uh, you've got some major play. You got you got Waddle there. Uh, the AFC East, the weapons, they're all going to be copycat in Buffalo. They're all going to be trying to get a lot more offensive guys. And the Bills, non-division, of course, play pretty much everybody. So, <clears throat> you know, they're going to need a corner. And I say Brandon Bean breaks the bank and goes for it to go get his guy at number seven. Uh, number eight, let's go Garrett Wilson uh, to the Atlanta Falcons. Best wide receiver on the board, six foot 183. Uh, you've got the Falcons replacing Matt Ryan with Marcus Mariota. Good luck there. Uh, they could really, really use a QB, but they got to have some wide receiver upgrades. You think about what's happened to them in the, in, in the last few years, Julio Jones traded, Calvin Ridley having issues off the field. Um, you know, you, you, you've got Julio Jones gone now as well. Um, you know, th- this team needs major, they, they've got Kyle Pitts, but they've got to have, they've got to have some major, major, major weapons, you know, added to this, to this group. Um, and frankly, I thought they should have traded Matt Ryan a year ago. Um, and I, I, you know, starting over and, and kind of having the new regime with Arthur Smith and the new general manager, I thought they should have really, um, <clears throat> you know, I thought they really should have done more in terms of the rebuild quicker. Um, taking Kyle Pitts is okay, but you know, you got it. You got to have more than that. Um, and, and they need Garrett Wilson and, and he's a game breaker. Uh, now you, maybe you can try to find a quarterback down the line. They will have a lot of weapons. How do they get the ball to them? Again, it, it's the chicken and egg situation in the NFL. Got to have a franchise quarterback. But I think because the quarterback draft class is not overwhelming this year, I think you're going to look at the Falcons taking Garrett Wilson. Uh, number nine with the um, Seahawks. I know a lot of people have Kyle Hamilton on the board going to them. I, I got another quarterback. I know that this is a weak quarterback draft class. I know that it's kind of an unknown, but it's still a quarterback league, right? And you got to take a shot at some point. And Seahawks don't have Russell Wilson anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go with Jordan Love? Eh. I think they're going to take Kenny Pickett. Small hands be damned. And um, I'm going to go with that just as a, 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 just a guess. Again, a crapshoot type of deal here. But I think that they try to get another quarterback and see how this thing plays out and you know let those guys battle. Uh, and see how it works. Um, number 10, the New York Jets trade out of this pick to the L.A. Chargers. The L.A. Chargers had a busy offseason, right? You pick up J.C. Jackson. <clears throat> they had, uh, you know, some great additions to this to this team. Um, and I think that when you look at the L.A. Chargers on defense, much like the Bills in terms of having a Super Bowl roster, okay, they still have a major, major glaring hole, okay, on the defensive side of the football. And while we are looking at the addition of J.C. Jackson, which is nice, and we're looking at what the L.A. Chargers have done in, you know, in other areas, um, you know, on this football team, including Khalil Mack, who's kind of an edge hybrid type of a guy, they lack a true, versatile 
linebacker. I know Joey Bose is listed as a linebacker and Khalil Mack is listed as a linebacker, but they're really edge-rushing guys. And if you back them up just a bit, all that is is it's just a different form of rushing. Very rarely are they going back in coverage, versatility, moving to the middle, moving to the, to the sides and all the rest. They're really edge-rushing the quarterback for the most part. They are a Von Miller type. And so I say that the Jets trade out, the Chargers come in and fill the void with Devin Lloyd at linebacker. Lloyd is a special talent. He can pair alongside pretty much anybody. I know that many people have him going to the Commanders at 11. I say the Chargers sneak up sneak up and get him. He's a prototypical off-ball linebacker, and that's the guy that you need. Uh, you, you know, Don't pay attention to the 4-7 40 times. He plays faster, and it's not like he was built in, in, in a lab, right? That's what they say. Uh, it might seem high, but Devin Lloyd's that good. So I'm going to go Devin Lloyd at number 10. Uh, with that trade, Chargers move up with the Jets. Jets go down and stockpile some picks. And then we go at number 11, Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. The safety, the best safety in the NFL draft. Uh, ran a 4-5 at the Combine. He was timed in the 4-7s on Pro Day. Shouldn't see him slip that much. Uh, a lot of teams could use this player. I think he goes to the Commanders at number 11. Um, let's see here. Number 12, we've got the Minnesota Vikings. I've got them taking Derek Stingley Jr., uh, he didn't work out of the combine. <clears throat> He's still recovering from the foot injury. Played only three games in 2021. But man, how dominant was he in 2019 as a freshman? Remember when he spent practices going up against Chase, Marshall, McMath, Jefferson? Remember those guys at LSU? Yeah. Okay, if he was eligible a couple years ago, everybody knows he would have been a top five pick. He's a ball hawk. He can cover crazy, crazy routes. He's six foot 195. Nice size, nice skill, nice speed, nice hands. Um, he's terrific. And look, I think he's the second-best cornerback on the board behind Sauce Gardner, so I've got him going to the Vikings. They need help in the secondary at number uh, 12. Number 13, the Houston Texans, a team, again, that needs a lot of help everywhere. Um, I've got them taking Drake London, the talented wide receiver out of USC. He's a game-breaker, and he'll give the Texans an opportunity to add speed and playmaking ability on the offensive end and, uh, of course, support Davis Mills or whoever is the quarterback there in the future. Number 14, Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher, Florida State University, goes to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, remember, he transferred from Georgia, had a great season at Florida State, and, you know, he's he, he really, really proved a lot in the ACC after going to, you know, after being in the SEC. Uh, he dominated. You know, he dominated the Senior Bowl, had an electric workout in Indianapolis, and I think this is going to be a big thing here. Remember, the Ravens drafted Odafe Owa, uh, a year ago, and he's going to have a running mate here with Johnson. So terrific stuff for the Ravens. Again, we know how the Ravens are when they're built strong and ferocious up front. Look out. Remember the Sam Adams, Terry, uh, Tony Saragusa days, letting Ray Lewis and company run around in terms of uh, you know the middle of the field? The Ravens are trying to get that back. All right, number 15, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they take Jamison Williams, the wide receiver out of Alabama, Torres ACL in the national title game, but he's still one of the best players in the draft. He's a game-breaker. He's a wicked speed guy. Add him to, you know, Ridley and Jones and Waddle and all these other Alabama wide receivers who have come out. Um, you know, Devontae Smith, add him to the list. He's going to be a really great pro. He just needs time to uh, to come back from the injury, and Philly could end up with the best wide receiver corps in the division in the NFC East. When you look at what's going on there, Devontae Smith, you add Williams, 
Uh, you add Alabama flavor, you add familiarity. I think it makes too much sense. Number 16, Trent McDuffie, cornerback from the Washington Huskies. He goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. Remember, they got back-to-back picks here after the capital they gained from the Dolphins and Colts, respectively. I love McDuffie, man. I really do. He balled out on the outside for the Huskies in 2022. Um, a lot of people think Tyran Matthew with him because he's an interchangeable sort of hybrid dude. Great athleticism. Line him up anywhere on the field. Uh, I wouldn't mind if the Buffalo Bills got him either. I mean, being a Bills fan and needing a corner, uh, maybe if you're the Bills, you try to trade up closer to 15 instead of all the way up to five. Maybe you don't have to give up as much and you settle in on McDuffie. Maybe that is a possibility. He's a, he'd be a great option for a lot of teams. I got him going to Philadelphia at 16. Chris Olave, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. I've got him going at number 17. Again, another big game breaker. This is the pick the Jets get from the Chargers who move up in my mock draft, and the Jets gain two or three picks this year and next in terms of capital. But what a great pick this would be for the Jets. They thought that they were in on the Tyree Kill sweepstakes. They miss out on that. They need wide receiver help. This is a great pick for the New York Jets at 17. Matt Corral, quarterback, Ole Miss. I've got him going at number, uh, I know it's kind of a reach, but I got him going number 18 to the New Orleans Saints. I know that a lot of people have the Saints taking Kenny Pickett. Some people have him taking a defensive player. I'm going to go with Matt Corral. I think he moves off the board. I think the arm strength is too hard to ignore, and I think there's a quarterback battle in New Orleans the next couple of years until they try to get this thing figured out post-Drew Brees and post-Sean Payton. Number 19, another pick for the Eagles, and another good one, Nakobe Dean, the talented junior linebacker, 5'11", 229, Love the fit here because the Eagles could use Dean in the middle of the defense. Um, And even though, listen, he he was so dominant during the 21 season um, that you have to take him, okay? Historically, they don't draft off-ball linebackers in round one, but you can't ignore this situation. He's kind of like Devin Lloyd out of Utah. And listen, he played on the best defense in the country. We understand He did not ride on the coattails of his teammates. He didn't. He was a huge reason for their success. He's the most under-talked about guy on the defense. I think this would be actually a steal. I think N'Kobe Dean has potential top 10 talent, and he was just unbelievable for Georgia. He was great. And there are questions about his size. I get it and how that translates to the NFL. But, man, if you watch the tape on this guy, it tells a much different story. Number 20, Tyler Linderbaum, the offensive lineman out of Iowa. I've got him going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They need a ton of help on the offensive line. Number 21, the New England Patriots select Charles Cross, the offensive lineman out of Ole Miss. I know a lot of people are thinking, whoa, but there's always a guy that drops, right? There's always a guy who drops in the NFL draft hard, and we can never figure out why. Charles Cross on a lot of boards is, you know, top five, top seven, top 10 material. I'm just going to pick him to drop. I just, that's just how I feel about it. Um, You know, I think he's a great, great offensive lineman, but I'm taking a chance. Again, it's a crapshoot. I'm taking a chance in Charles Cross, the offensive lineman out of Ole Miss, dropping that far to New England, and they do need extra protection for one Mac Jones. Before I move on here with the rest of my picks in the round one mock draft here on the ML Sports Platter, a quick word from our great, great friends over at Athletic Greens. It's important to stay healthy, and listen, tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. Hey, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, and more. And hey, their special blend of ingredients supports the following. Gut health, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly, and it fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. 
Reclaim your health today. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is this. Visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens take ownership of your health. Also, a quick word from our friends over at Credit Karma. Listen, man, money is tight. Decision-making is important. Are you paying down old credit card debt? A personal loan could be your solution. Loans usually come with fixed monthly payments, making them a simple way to help pay off your credit cards. Plus, loans usually have lower interest rates than credit cards do, and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. If you're ready to apply, head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. All right, let's move on here. The NFL draft, uh, I've got a mock here for round one. Uh, the ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Burn Dairy and Stanley Law Offices. We, le- uh, we left off at number 21 with the New England Patriots taking an offensive lineman who drops on my mock board in terms of Charles Cross, the offensive lineman, out of Mississippi State to New England. Let's go number 22. And I think the Green Bay Packers, they got to get wide receivers, right? I mean, my goodness. Devontae Adams is now in uh, Vegas. Veldis Scantling is gone as well. He is in Kansas City. Now, it's not like Aaron Rodgers was looking to other people than Devontae Adams in the postseason. That's part of the reason why they had offensive woes and uh, didn't move it down the field. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was brutal in that game. They need help. They have no choice but to tell Aaron Rodgers, listen, we'll go get you some help, but you got to throw it to all your players. They're going to do that in this draft that I have. Traylon Burks, the wide receiver, 6'2", 225, unbelievable size. He is a contested and high-point catch machine. Uh, Don't be fooled by the slow 40 at the Combine. Outruns defensive backs all the time, and guess what? He isn't even close to his ceiling yet. And, hey, what better way to get there than in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers? He reminds you a little bit of Bolden, Juju Smith, and Debo Samuel combined, right? This guy is going to be a star <clears throat> in this league. I got Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas, going to the Green Bay Packers. Number 23, I got Jordan Davis from uh, Georgia, the defensive lineman who uh, was just wowing people at the Combine. Uh, I've got him going to the Arizona Cardinals. They need some help probably up front here. He lose Chandler Jones and company. Number 24, Daxon Hill, the talented safety out of Michigan. He can literally do everything and anything on a football field. I've got him going to the Dallas Cowboys. What a great addition that would be to the defense. It would make them even scarier. He, you know, Daxon Hill is part of a Wolverines defense that could end up seeing three players going round one, right? And he's underrated nationally. Watch him play. Huge motor, great tackler, um, could be a big-time steal uh, if you get him in that area. He's listed as a safety, but he can line up anywhere. In fact, a lot of boards have the Buffalo Bills taking him at number 25 because Daxon Hill can play corner and safety, and that would be big for the Bills in terms of grooming him to be the next Jordan Poyer, perhaps, or the next Micah Hyde, and or <clears throat> you know playing some corner, which could happen as soon as 2022 in terms of waiting for Trey White to get back. Levi Wallace signs in Pittsburgh. They have holes at corner. Maybe the Bills take a Daxon Hill if he's available at 25. But again, in my mock, I've got him go to the Cowboys, and I have the Bills 
not picking at 25 because that was the pick to move up to get Sauce Gardner. And the Giants now have 25 in my mock draft. I think they go offensive line again. It's a big offensive line draft for the Giants. They need to balk up up front, and they take Kenyon Green, the talented offensive lineman out of Texas A&M, a guy who has been on you know some mock boards for weeks in the top 10, but I've got him falling to 25 in the New York football Giants. Number 26, the Tennessee Titans. I think they take a quarterback, and I think it's Matt, uh, not Matt Corral. A lot of boards have Matt Corral going there. I've got Sam Howell out of North Carolina uh, going to the Tennessee Titans, trying to groom the next guy behind Ryan Tannehill. Zion Johnson, the offensive lineman out of Boston College, super talented, 6'3", uh, 312 pounds. Uh, he's uh, you know played some left tackle at BC, worked at guard uh, and center uh, you know in Mobile, uh, and he's a day-one starter, <clears throat> no doubt, um, at several positions, and what a great fit that would be for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who need versatility and a little bit extra beef to protect Tom Brady in his final year or two, or is he going to play three or four? I mean, when is Tom Brady going to retire? So Zion Johnson, offensive lineman, and nor should he because Tom Brady is still at the top of his game. Uh, Zion Johnson, though, great fit for the Buccaneers at 27. Number 28, interesting thing here. I know a lot of people have the Packers taking multiple wide receivers in this draft. They also need some help in the secondary. I think they surprise some people and piss off Aaron Rodgers at the same time. I got them taking Andrew Booth Jr., the cornerback out of Clemson. Number 29, Devontae Wyatt, the defensive lineman out of Georgia. He goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, The Chiefs pick again at number 30. You know, could Brett Veach get aggressive and package those two and move straight up the board for a guy that they really, really want? You know, like a Garrett Wilson, for example. I, I, it's a possibility. Um, but they need draft capital. They're also really, really tight against the cap. I think they stay where they are at 29 and 30. They take Devontae Wyatt, a defensive lineman from Georgia. And then number 30, David Abajo, uh, the uh, terrific edge rusher uh, out of... Um, Michigan, man, that Michigan defense was really good, wasn't it? Gee whiz. Um, I've got him going to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and he's probably a top 15 talent towards Achilles earlier in the, the month during a pro day, but he's only been playing football for five years, and he was unstoppable last year at times. So I got David Abajo going to the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, two more picks in my mock draft here on the ML Sports Platter, all brought to you by Rosie's Corner, Brutonese Hardware, and our friends over at Camillus Golf Club. Get your membership today to Camillus Golf Club. CamillusHillsGolfClub.com, the official golf course of the ML Sports Platter, is Camillus Golf Club. The last two picks of the NFL Draft, round one mock for me. Number 31, I have the youngster Kyrie Elam out of Florida, junior, 6'2", 190-pound cornerback. Uh, the Bengals re-upped uh, Eli Apple for another year, but not a lot of depth at outside corner. I think Elam's a great pick here. He's long, he's physical, he could, you know, coming into a, off a strong season for the Gators. And look, he's got to get a little bit better in run support, but <clears throat> he's got size speed to be successful in the NFL and the package that the Bengals want. Number 32, I'm going to go Detroit Lions. Who do they take? Boye Mafe, the defensive lineman out of Minnesota. A lot of people have him going higher. Um, you know, they've got him kind of in the in the 20, kind of 20. 20 to 25, 28 range. Uh, I've seen a lot of mocks who have them going to 23. I saw a couple mocks just a few days ago that I'm going as high as 18, 19, 20-ish. But I'm going to take him at 32 for the Detroit Lions, a terrific defensive lineman, 6'4", 265. He had seven sacks, nine hits, and 26 hurries in 2021. And his mix of speed, blend, and power, it was too much for offensive tackles. He had a great year in the Big Ten for Minnesota. I'm going to go with Boye Mafa 
uh, Mafe to the Lions. And plus, the Cardinals let Jordan Hicks go. They let Chandler Jones walk in free agency. So there's a big-time gaping need for pass rushers. That's why I have them going big on the D-line with Boye Mafe at 32. And before that, number 23, Jordan Davis um, to the Cardinals from Georgia and that talented defensive line. So to recap my mock draft, I'm just going to give you a player school and the team that takes them. Trayvon Walker out of Georgia to the Jaguars, number one. Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end, Michigan to the Lions. Iki Iquanu, offensive tackle from NC State to the Texans. Kayvon Thibodeau to the Jets from Oregon. Evan Neal, offensive lineman, Alabama to the Giants. Um, the Malik Willis quarterback situation from Liberty goes to the Panthers at six. Sauce Gardner, cornerback to the Buffalo Bills in a trade with the New York football Giants um, <clears throat> out of Cincinnati. Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver out of Ohio State, Goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Kenny Pickett, quarterback Pittsburgh, goes to the Seahawks. Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah, goes to the Chargers from the Jets in a trade as the Chargers move up. You got Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame, going to the Commanders at 11. Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback from LSU, goes to the Vikings. Drake London, wide receiver, USC to the Texans. Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher, Florida State to the Ravens. Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama to the Eagles. Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington to the Eagles. Uh, Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State, goes to the Jets from the Chargers in that trade. Matt Corral, quarterback from Ole Miss, goes to the Saints. N'Kobe Dean, linebacker, Georgia to the Eagles. Tyler Linderbaum at number 20. Offensive lineman from Iowa goes to the Steelers. Uh, you've got Charles Cross, offensive lineman, dropping in my mock draft from Mississippi State to the New England Patriots. Traylon Burks, great wide receiver out of Arkansas, goes to the Packers at 22. 23, Jordan Davis, defensive lineman, Georgia to the Cardinals. Daxton Hill, safety, Michigan to the Cowboys. Kenyon Green at number 25, the O-lineman from Texas A&M to the New York Giants in that trade from the Buffalo Bills. Sam Howell, quarterback UNC, goes to the Titans at 26. Zion Johnson, offensive lineman, BC, goes to the Bucks. Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback from Clemson, goes to the Packers. Devontae Wyatt, defensive lineman, Georgia, goes to the Chiefs. David Abahu goes to the Chiefs from Michigan. And then you've got the last two picks. At 31 and 32, I have Kair Elam from uh, Florida, the cornerback, uh, going to Cincinnati. And then Boye Mafe, defensive lineman from Minnesota to the Detroit Lions. There you have it, my mock draft. I'm Mike Lindsley. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review to this podcast wherever you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our great friends at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Go ahead and log on to stumblingmonkeybeer.com. If you're in and around the Rochester area, stop by, try the Irish Red, the great IPAs, Crowlers, Growlers, great draft beers, and shop online as well at stumblingmonkeybeer.com. A tip of the cap thank you as well to the Syracuse Fitness Store, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Carvel of North Syracuse, and myhottub.com. If you're in and around Central New York, stop by My Hot Tub in Destiny, USA, you can shop online at myhottub.com. It is hot tub and spa season. Get your hot tub today from My Hot Tub, My Hot Tub in Destiny, USA, and online at myhottub.com. Thanks for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.